RPN, the Roddenberry Podcast Network. Today's Daily Star Trek News is supported by listeners like you, patrons through Patreon. Find out more and add your support at patreon.com forward slash Daily Star Trek News. Hello and welcome to your Daily Star Trek News from the Roddenberry Podcast Network. I'm Alison Pitt and today is Tuesday, July 21st, 2020. On today's show, Star Trek Lower Decks announces Paul Shear as Chief Engineer Andy Billups. Discovery Editor Chad Rubel shares his experiences doing post-production for Season 3. And I've got this week's Trek trivia. All of that coming up next. The USS Cerritos has its chief engineer. A piece from Deadline announced yesterday that actor Paul Scheer has been brought on to voice the role in Star Trek Lower Decks as a recurring guest. Scheer will play Lieutenant Commander Andy Billups. He'll not only be the chief engineer of the Cerritos, but he'll also be the direct commanding officer to Ensign Rutherford one of the Lower Decks crew, played by Eugene Cordero. Outside of the casting, Deadline didn't reveal any more details about the character. Paul Scheer is a prolific actor with over 150 voice and screen acting credits to his name. He's also an award-winning actor, sharing the 2018 Screen Actors Guild Award for Best Comedy Performance by an Ensemble for his role in the TV series Veep. Shear is most recently known for his role as Keith Shankar in the Showtime comedy series Black Monday. Previously, you could also see him as Mitch in Fresh Off the Boat, Barry in the Sir Patrick Stewart-led Blunt Talk, or as Paul in Hulu's absurd sci-fi comedy Future Man. Star Trek Lower Decks premieres in just over two weeks on Thursday, August 6th. Be sure to tune in to the Star Trek Universe panel, featuring the cast and crew this Thursday at Comic-Con at Home. And while you're waiting for the new series to come out, you can catch up on old episodes of Star Trek, including previous animated offerings like the animated series and short treks, streaming now on CBS All Access. Fans of Star Trek Discovery might be wondering just what's going on behind the scenes, as editing continues remotely and no announcement of a premiere date for Season 3. In a recent interview with Trek Report, series editor Chad Rubel shared his lifelong love for the franchise, giving a look at the process of remotely editing a high-profile series like Discovery during the pandemic. A lifelong fan, Rubel is no stranger to the enormous amount of content set forth in the Star Trek universe, which he says makes the job of editing more of a challenge. The hardest part of working on such a big franchise is that there is a lot more writing on it, Rubel said. Normally, you're creating a world on a new show. On Discovery, you have a world that's already been established, and you want it all to work on a bigger level. In the interview, Rubel said that while he's in contact prior to filming, he doesn't actually meet with episode directors until shooting has completed. When production halted in Hollywood offices back in March, the post-production team began working from home after transferring all of the Season 3 footage to giant hard drives, according to Rubel. 
When editing from home, I was able to stream the episode in real time to producers over the internet to give notes, Rubel told Trek Report. That way, I was able to make changes and have them watch with no lag in time. It actually worked out great. Rubel's editing work for Star Trek extends beyond Discovery, as he also edited two short treks, Ask Not, and Children of Mars. According to Trek Report, Rubel's filmmaking roots run deep, all the way back to a TV production course in high school, which originally inspired him to pursue the field. Now, while he didn't give any hints as to a release date for Season 3 of Discovery, Rubel is confident that audiences won't be disappointed. All of the post departments are going above and beyond working remotely on Discovery, he said, adding, I'm really proud of the work that we did and can't wait for the fans to see Season 3. Sadly, all of us fans will have to wait for a while at least. Until then, we can use the time to brush up on Seasons 1 and 2 of Star Trek Discovery, streaming now on CBS All Access. I've got Trek Trivia Tuesday here in just a moment, but first, a word from me. This show is supported by people like you, patrons through Patreon. Your contributions from just $1 a month and up fund the resources that we use to keep delivering Star Trek news to you, wherever you are. Whether it's here, through the podcast or on our website, or even our daily newsletter, we're committed to keeping you up to date on the latest news in the Star Trek fandom, and you can help. Just head to patreon.com forward slash daily Star Trek news to find out how your monthly contribution of just $1 or more can make a difference. That's patreon.com forward slash daily Star Trek news. And a big thanks to you for supporting this show. And now it's Trek Trivia Tuesday. Did you know In the late 23rd century, some Federation starships used worker drones called DOT-7s to undertake essential ship repairs. These drones were vaguely human-shaped, with clear arms and a head, and maneuvered using a set of thrusters, which allowed them to make repairs both inside and outside the ship. So now a trivia question for you. A drone referred to simply as DOT was the star of the Star Trek Short Treks episode, Ephraim and Dot, along with a mycelial tardigrade called Ephraim. But that wasn't the first time that we saw Dots at work. Can you name the first episode in which we saw Dot Sevens in action? Find out on Friday's episode of Daily Star Trek News. And now two quick notes just before I leave you today. First up, I want to make sure that you mark your calendar for another great Comic-Con at-home panel that's happening on Thursday, the same day as the Star Trek Universe panel, but later that afternoon. Dr. Trek Larry Nemechek is hosting a panel called The Science of Star Trek, Three Generations of Advice. He's being joined by three of Star Trek's science advisors, Naren Shankar, Andre Bormanis, and Dr. Aaron McDonald, who's a science advisor for the current Trek series. The panel takes place this Thursday, July 23rd at 5 p.m. Pacific, and you can find out more at LarryNemechek.com. Next up, I want to tell you about another podcast that I was fortunate enough to be asked onto a couple weeks ago called the Nerd Trek Podcast. 
Jeff, David, Phil, and I got together to wag chins over a couple episodes of Star Trek The Animated Series. We tackled More Tribbles, More Trouble, and The Survivor, and both of those episodes will be out later today. You can find the Nerd Trek podcast wherever you get your podcasts, or check them out on Twitter and Instagram, at Nerd Trek Podcast. Well, that's it for today's daily Star Trek news from the Roddenberry Podcast Network. Don't forget to check out the other great shows on the network at podcasts.roddenberry.com. Daily Star Trek News is produced by me, Allison Pitt, with selected stories by Chris Peterson. We're supported by people like you through Patreon. Find out how you can add your support at patreon.com forward slash daily Star Trek News. Sign up for the Daily Star Trek Newsletter at dailystartreknews.com forward slash contact. Get all the day's Star Trek news delivered straight to your inbox every weekday morning. And if email's not your thing, then don't forget to follow Daily Star Trek News on social media. We're at Daily Trek News on Twitter and Instagram. I'm back tomorrow with a special episode of Daily Star Trek News. I'm Allison Pitt. Live long and prosper. Podcast.roddenberry.com The Roddenberry Podcast Network